BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Blue State Rob, and you're listening to the Eric Saint Show podcast, a show hosted by a liberal Republican whose ancestry dates back to the small country of Armenia and fueled by bouts of anxiety and adult attention hyperactivity disorder, also known as ADHD. It's not the best, but still better than radio. Anyway, here's your host, Eric Saint. Jimmy Stinson, Portland, Maine, King of Naughty Pine, on the guitar. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And welcome in to another rip-roaring edition. I think this is 707 or some stupid number like that of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Coming to you from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. A smack dab in the middle of Hudsonville, Michigan. A small little bedroom community on the west side of this amazing peninsula that is the number one place in the world to live. Okay? And all we do is power the entire world with our manufacturing here. I mean, seriously, this is this is where this is where it all goes down. If this state suddenly didn't exist you'd all be dead it is i can't even get behind that uh it is a snowy ridiculous morning it's about 29 degrees we got about two or three inches actually where i live we got about three inches and then you go in 10 miles they got one inch it's that much of a contrast but uh, as uh, as we like to indicate the baldwin ace hardware fear bunker studio is where this show originates. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness and uh, just stuff you need up there in the Northland. Uh, I got to check in with Mike Gilmurray, see how he's doing, dealing with his second round of COVID. Oh, my God. Holy moly. More on that a little later on, this Omicron thing. is uh, 
causing some consternation. Uh, we'll get into that and uh, a ton more. Um, let's see. A troll on here yesterday called you Eric Mandane. Maybe Eric Mundane. Did you mean to write Eric Mundane? Because that would make sense. Because I don't think Mandane is a word. But Eric Mundane is, you wrote that you laughed, uh, Terry. I would too. Hey, this is Eric Mundane. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That implies a boredom. And it's like, oh shit, that is the kiss of death. That is the one thing we cannot have is boredom. All right. Welcome into the show, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the week. Always some, that's like the first thing I, I, I look for. What do we have from the personal adventure standpoint before I get into the news of the day, the shit people are talking about? Okay. As you know, this show streams live on Twitch. Some of you are like, I don't know. I, I'm a boomer. I don't know about that newfangled Twitch stuff. Yeah, it's just another place where you can watch the show live, all right? And this is like a commercial for me. Super important that you follow me on Twitch. Even if I don't care if you go to twitch.com slash Eric Zane live, hit follow, and then never go back there ever again. As long as you know that that's where the live material at about this time, Monday through Friday, happens. Okay. Um, I've been banging this drum about the goal of 300 followers on Twitch, which is remarkably low. Okay. I don't think that's too much to ask by the end of the year for a goal. That's, that is my goal to have 300 followers on Twitch. Okay. I think yesterday I sat right here and I said, we're up to 256 or 257. Now we're up to 258. Now I was just looking at the stats. There were 5,300 uh, downloads to the audio podcast yesterday. 5,300 downloads. Okay. What the fuck? Go to twitch.com slash Eric Zane Live if you're listening to the audio podcast. Hit follow and that's it. I won't bother you anymore. I will not fuck with you anymore. That's all I'm asked with all of those people that are listening to the audio podcast. I know kind of trying to bridge the two is sometimes a challenge, but my God, I will see it. And then I'll sit here on the show and praise you. I got to praise him. What's that song? Uh, uh, Fat Boy Slim, something like that. I don't know. So anyway, I netted one yesterday. That's fucking terrible. I know that the people that are on Twitch right now enjoying the show you're probably already following. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Hell, I don't even thank you so much for even just paying attention to me in any way, shape, or form. As we are a ragtag bunch of people uh, getting our content each and every day. But it really makes a difference if you go to twitch.com slash Eric Zane live. And if you are watching live and not following, uh, please follow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Stand by. Still uh, dealing with the fallout of uh, whatever it was that was causing me this cold that I had. Um, man, was that a hell of a thing? Holy shit. Uh, so I'm kind of freaked out by the uh, Omicron variant. Here's what we know. 
what we know is that it's too soon to say how, um, you know, if this is more contagious, it's too soon to say if this can evade vaccination. It's too soon to say if it's more or less deadly. No idea. However, I am triple vaxxed and I am implementing uh, a mandate for masks uh, to all Zaniacs. You must wear an N95 every time you leave the house. You are not allowed to leave that, even if you're going outside to rake the leaves. You have to wear an N95 mask. Now, I know full well none of you patriots are going to listen to me because I'm stupid, right? But uh, yesterday I get on the treadmill and man, I go, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to uh, go into this gym and I'm going to wear this mask, this N95 while I bust out my treadmill workout. And I'm going to show all these fucks in here that you can absolutely pull off wearing a mask while you're on the treadmill. So I'm like, all right, here we go. So I, I set my incline at 1%. I start out at two miles an hour, which is just a gentle stroll. And I'm listening to, uh, Robert, uh, Robert Bradley and, uh, widespread panic and uh and and other other uh, blue-eyed soul and uh you know every minute i'm going up two tenths of a mile per hour before long i'm 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 walking faster in my little jaunt i've got to go 29 minutes i'm increasing by one minute every day once i get up to about four miles an hour i gotta start to run a jog i mean it's very very slow Hell, six miles an hour is a 10-minute mile. That gives you an idea how slow this is. Now, eventually, I'm going to get up to, by the time it's all said and done, about 750 a mile. But that's, you know, I'm, I'm increasing every minute. This is part of my Eric Zancho podcasting uh, get back into shape plan. And then uh, once I got to about five miles an hour, which is about 12 minutes a mile. I said, fuck this shit. And I took the mask off. I said, ah, just, I, I can't do it. It's impossible. All right. Uh, I'm getting bigger. This is true. Um, and that isn't helping with the overall number on the scale. Been lifting a lot of weight lately. And it's all pathetic. Okay. It's all stupid. Uh, amount of weight that everybody points and laughs but my frame my upper body and well well my lower body for that matter are actually growing i'm i know i'm getting larger leon is getting larger name the movie and uh i'm like oh man so all this weight training i have i have uh i have potential to become like old school Italian guy if I keep eating like an asshole and keep lifting weights. This is, this is key to old man strength. If you want to become uh, the guy with old man strength, what you do is eat like a dick and then uh, sling weights around the gym. Then you get like barrel chested and fat and visceral fat on your belly and then you're like, yeah, I can throw it. And then, you know, you, that's, that's how it is. That's, that is the, 
That is key to developing old man strength and old man body. So, all right. Thank you. Look at that. Uh, the Duchess and uh, Adam says the movie Airplane. Uh, a nice person here who looks to be new. Uh, known on Twitch as Ty Big Red. What kind of dogs are on the couch behind you? Welcome in, Ty Big Red. Let me introduce you. The gray one, that is Bruce. He's a French bulldog. He's a large French bulldog. One of the bigger French bulldogs you'll ever see. He's about 36 pounds. He's ripped. He's about three and a half. This is Daisy. She's an English bulldog. She's the old one of uh, th these three. She's about eight. This is O'Neill. He is a shepherd beagle. Or some call it a German beagle. Or a beagle shepherd. Okay? He is... About five. And I got another one in the other room. There's another hound named Benny who doesn't like people. And look at that. Patriot Nick has gifted this nice newbie a $5, a, uh, I'm sorry, a, uh, a gift sub in the channel. I appreciate that, Nick. You're very kind. Ty Big Red adds, how did you get them? So they can all sleep at the same time on the same ca uh, couch. Uh, well, we're buddies in this household. We're pals. They, they do move from time to time. But right now, they're being very calm. And this is nap time. Get up. Eat breakfast. Go poop. Come in. Go to sleep. Welcome. I hope you enjoy this. Please subscribe. I'm sorry. Please follow the channel. That helps your old pal, Eric Zane. So uh, to the usual suspects, Nick, Melissa, Chris, Stevie, um, make this uh, nice new person, Ty Big Red, feel comfortable. Address all of their questions. Occasionally, you will see Bruce on the end, hump Daisy in the middle. That's what uh, Jason Schaefer is writing right now. Jason Schaefer is... Apparently going to uh, bust out a game of smarter than a former drug dealer trivia with throat slash Dale coming up at 1030 on Patreon. Okay. Now, what else do I have for you here? Uh, the Twitch stream is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Thank you very much. Stand by. Excuse me yesterday okay from the personal adventures file uh yesterday i had to take my brother-in-law the nfk uh and if you're new here ty that is uh, my brother-in-law who lives with us um his brain is a little fried he's uh 60 years old and uh, he has not ever had anybody look after him like uh, hey we got to go to the doctor he would rather just sit. He'd be dead had it not been for his sister uh, urging him while he lives here. You have to go to the doctor. So 
he lived with his brother, which is um, my wife's brother too, my other brother-in-law, till he suddenly passed away a year and a half ago. So now we, okay, now you live with us because he's got nobody, okay? This is a guy who doesn't have a pot to piss in. Uh, collects Social Security because he had a lobotomy because of his epilepsy, which did cure him of his epilepsy, but it made him kind of a mess. Living here in this household, uh, my wife is the boss. And she said to her brother, she goes, okay, uh, yeah, um, I'm now going to help you in making sure that you're healthy. So um, when's the last time you went to a doctor? He goes, I don't know. She goes, well, that's going to change. So in the past year and a half, that has been the goal. Uh, getting him up to speed medically. He's like an old fixer-upper car. Now, does she do it? No. She turned to me, and she says, you're in charge of my brother. I go, I am? She goes, yes. Uh, you have to make his appointments for him. You have to get him to all of his doctor's appointments. You have to uh, put up with him when he bitches about going to the doctor, and we need to get him fixed up. So without getting into too much of the, uh, of the minutia, uh, there's been a lot going on, and the latest is a neck surgery on his cervical spine to relieve pressure on his spinal cord. That happens January 14. Yesterday, November 29, was the day we go for the pre-surgery physical to make sure he's okay. Now, I'm a little concerned when I go into the doctor's office with him because I don't, because I say to him always, do you want me to be in there with you? And usually he says yes, because his mind is a little fried and he misses shit that the doctors tell him that I gather. Now, at this point in time, I don't want him to say, yeah, I want you in there with me because I don't want to see his, uh, his ball sack. I don't, you know, I don't want to see the doctor wrinkle up his nose when he smells cheese. Uh, it, it, there's just, it's just, you know, I'd rather be in the waiting room. So there was that moment and I said, uh, so, uh, Kevy, uh, yeah. What do you, what do you want me to, he's, uh, um, well, I, you know, if there's any, he's, uh, if there's any, anything, I'll just come get you. If there's anything I'm not sure about, I go, ah, okay. You sure? No, I'm like, oh, thank God. Thank God. So I'm like, good. But leading up to that, leading up to that, um, we, walk into where we have to be and there's just a young lady there at the uh, counter now this is something that i've i've i I've, I've i've talked to him about the nfk or kevin as he's known he, when asked a question he doesn't have the ability to um control tone tone of voice okay so if you for example, walked up to me and said, hey, um, how many days a week is your show on? And I said, yeah, five days a week. Like that. That tone would tell you that I'm talking to you like you're a stupid fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah five days a week. You know? Yes, I'm giving you the answer, the correct information. But the, the annoying sound of what I'm saying to you and just the, the mocking, patronizing style, it, you'd want to kick my fucking ass. Well, he doesn't have the ability to cover that up. Okay? And so it's, it's always so off-putting 
simple questions get asked of this of this man. And first of all, he gets a little bit confused and uh he's still no, I, I have all the answers. Well, you all know that. I always have all the answers. I'm always right. That's one thing that you've all learned is that I am always 100% right 100% of the time. We've covered this for years. So anyway, I'm standing there in front of this nice lady. 28 years old. She goes, hello, welcome. How are you today, boys? I go, we're fine. Uh, this handsome devil's got an appointment. This is James. Now, uh, you're wondering, James, what? Yeah, his real first name is James, which is my son's name. Uh, also, his middle name is Kevin. I don't know. And when you're raised by a, a family of Kentucky hillbillies, that's a thing they do. And I'm not kidding because um, his dad, his first name was James, but his middle name was Gerald. So they called him Jerry. His mother, my mother-in-law, God rest her soul, God rest both their souls. Her middle name was Sue. Her first, re her first name was Carolyn. She's known as Sue. So as Suey. I don't know. Not Diana, though, because Diana's middle name is Lynn. We don't call her Lynn. I wouldn't have married her if I had to refer to her as Lynn. Hey, Lynn. Sorry if your name's Lynn. Anyway. I keep thinking of Lynn Dickey. Uh, there's another reference to you. Who is Lynn Dickey? Trivia question. Tell me who Lynn Dickey is on the chat. Um, hello, boys. Hello, welcome. Yeah, this handsome devil James here. He's got he's got a physical today, and he's just looking at me like, shut up. First question. She says, "Okay, James, date of birth." Gives her the date of birth. I can tell he's already antsy. And uh, she says, what is the name of your primary care physician? Now, who doesn't know what that means? You know, that's the one you see all the time. That's the one that you go to at least once a year who says, turn your head and cough who uh, asks you questions, uh, goes over your blood work, on your, puts his finger up your butthole if you're a dude. That's, that's what we're talking about here. I can see the gears spinning in his head. And he looks at me, and he's all like flustered, and I'm like, okay, answer. And he goes, well, I don't know. I've only had him for three weeks. Just like that. Like he actually sounded like that. Well, I don't know. And he had like that look. And he put his hands up like the the uh, what the fuck avatar. Well, I don't know. I've only had him for three weeks. And she just pauses. And I'm like, first of all, that's not true. He's had his primary care physician for over one year. And I said, uh, Kevin, she's referring to Dr. Detler. Oh, De Detler. Fuck me. Why? Why? Why do you why, why do you do this? What is going on in that brain of yours that makes the simplest must most uh basic uh, uh the things. She asked you a series of like one and two syllable wor words. She didn't ask you anything overly in depth. Why is your go-to 
uh, frustrated, mad face, annoyed, fuck. What the fuck is going on there? Oh, my God. So then I'm kind of like giving them side eye. I, I answer and then uh, I, I am just, oh, Jesus, please. And then um, they always, when you utilize the Medicare system, which he does, they always have, for some reason, a series of questions that every, in this case, administrative person has to ask the patient. They're the same every time, if you've ever dealt with anybody on Medicare. And she, okay, we've been asked these dozens of times since we started going to see some doctors to get his health in order. All he has to say is, nope, 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 and done. She says, okay, I've got a series of questions about uh, Medicare that I have to ask. And so she's kind of like warming him up. Uh, she knows full well that he's been through this before, obviously. And so she's kind of like, yeah, yeah, I kind of have to do this. So I'm going to ask you this series of questions. You just answer them. That's all you have to do. And... uh she starts asking him, because that's the same answers I've given before. Now, he's never, ever seen this person, ever. We've never been to this doctor's office. And so um, I, I then I'm like, okay, uh, review flag. I throw the red flag out of the field. I go, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. And I, I, I looked at that. I go, can you give us a minute? Can you give us just a minute, please? She goes, okay. She closes the little glass thing. I turn to him. I go, dude, okay. This is two questions, two awkward moments. Listen to me. She's going to ask you some questions, and all you're going to say is yes or no. You're not going to roll your eyes. You're not going to give her attitude. Just answer, and we can sit, and you can go get your physical. Is that? Can we do that, please? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I go, okay, yeah, hey, we're good now. <laughs> okay, all sad boys. Yeah, yeah, we're fine. And then, uh, now we've had to do this before. I've told you this. Um, when we deal with people on the phone sometimes, he gets frustrated with them. She goes, okay. So and she asks the first question. He goes, no. And I'm like, yay. I'm thinking to myself, you did it. You you answered. You did it without wanting, uh, making her wanting to grab her pen uh, like the fucking Joker and bury it in your fucking face. Oh, my God. Oh. Jason writes, was he like this before the brain um, issues? No. I don't recall that. I remember as the years, you know, dragged on, this became more. So age, lobotomy, uh, hundreds of grand mal seizures, uh, carbamazepine, whatever that medicine is he takes. I'm guessing they've all had a nice, and then tons of beer and, and uh, chewing tobacco have made a concoction that has just, you know, been very destructive on the uh, on his brain. Hmm. Hmm. Boy, reading some of these uh, comments out of context. Uh, 
Ty Big Red is getting an education. Mm. Don't mind occasional dog porn in background. They aren't always as well behaved. Uh, mm. He's got an appointment for a milking. I'm not sure what that means. Corey in Maine says, what was the boob situation on this receptionist? Okay. In all the time you've been listening to me, Corey, when have I, have I said, oh my God, hey, wait till you, oh my God, she had great tits. Oh man, I was so turned on by this chick I don't know's tits. That is one thing I will tell you I've never really been on this show is a time to go, oh man, I bet she had a sweet pussy. I would never, that's not what I do. I do not, uh, I, I, I try not to over-sexualize. You know, if that's going to happen to anybody, it'll be to my wife, you fucking asshole. So, uh, what the, would you fucking grow up? Um, Stevie says, oh, I feel bad for Kevin, not his fault. No, that's true. You're absolutely right. I do too. But at the same time, I have to, uh, I, I have to, you know, remind him I, I, I would be remiss because every time this happens, like these alarms go off in my head and I'm like, yeah, dude, I gotta, we gotta, uh, what's that song by audio slave doesn't remind me. I got to remind this guy at uh, the ADHD is going crazy today. Um, that, um, Ooh, you know, uh, you, you, you can't treat people like this this is in our society this is not this is not what we're supposed to do okay so he goes in there he comes out he's got this piece of paper in his hand he gives it to me i read it the first thing i read problem avoid nicotine between now and surgery that surgery is, like I said, January 14, 2022. Avoid nicotine between now and surgery. He consumes a tin of grizzly. Um, well, that's the stuff you put your grizzly wintergreen long cut in between his cheek and gum every single day. One of those tins a day. He just crushes it. Oh, God. So that's out. Second most important thing, avoid alcohol between now and surgery. So that's out. So then I sit down with him. I go, okay, um, we've got however many days we have between now and January 14, all of December plus 14 days. What are we going to do about these things? And he says, yeah, um, they told me to just kind of a week before limit it. And I'm like, well, that's not what it says. Cause yeah, yeah, that's, that's what they, and I'm like, Fuck, you know, I'm not gonna, I am, I'm not going to get in the way of you. Can you imagine if I said to him, no more nicotine, no more hams beer. Oh, now it's not like he drinks 10 a day. He drinks three beers uh, every single night. Every single night, he drinks three beers. Sometimes four. He used to be five. When he got here, it was five. Five a day, which is pretty much drunk, I think. I don't know. 
Uh, he's five foot six. Okay, I probably shouldn't share all this shit, but fuck it. Uh, he's five foot six. He weighs one hundred and ninety-eight pounds. Holy shit, he's way overweight. His BMI is thirty-one point seven one. Blood pressure a little high, one forty-eight over ninety-three. Overall temperature ninety-eight point two. Respiration sixteen breaths a minute. Oxygen saturation ninety-six percent. Pulse ninety-two. So, okay, and then it says limit alcohol to no more than one drink per 24 hours. Absolutely no alcohol 48 hours prior to surgery. I think that will be the first rule he follows. Absolutely no alcohol 48 hours prior to surgery. That's the only one that I'll enforce, okay? I'm going to leave it up to that to him to cut back on his nicotine and alcohol. I'm not exactly sure why they do that. I don't know if that has to do with... uh, the amount of um, like how thick the blood is, you know, I'm not sure or what it does. That might have something to do with the blood vessels, you know, how the, uh, how elastic it makes them or, or, or whatnot. I, I, I'm not really sure why they say that you'd have thought he would have asked that question, but I don't think he did. So, all right, they're going to cut into his neck and carve out, a new spine. And then the fun really begins. Stand by. Okay. Dear Meathead is tomorrow with my dad. I need questions. Send them along. Eric at ericsaintshow.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you in advance. If you, uh, if you, uh, if you think about sending a question. Okay. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. That is the Shoreliner Striping Inbox. My 87-year-old father. Still going strong. Still kicking. Still kicking. Okay. The Great Food Giveaway Update. I'm updating this every single day, so get used to it. Until either we make our goal or until it's time to do the Great Food Giveaway at Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. As most of you already know, but it's, like I said, this is worth repeating. We're going to make this happen. We are a ragtag bunch of audience members. This show is definitely not the biggest, but it is really, really powerful, and we tend to come together and come together right now. Um, And so 100 Christmas meals for um, as it's described in the politically uh, correct world, food-sensitive people, underprivileged. We have 100 boxes. Inside each box is Christmas dinner, a ham, potatoes, gravy, corn, rolls, pumpkin pie. People drive up, okay, in their 1995 Buick Skylark, uh, Roll down the window, we put the food in there, and off they go. No questions asked. If you know someone who falls into that category, will you please let them know that on December 23, to be at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. I don't yet have a time as to when we're going to be there, but just kind of warm them up to the idea. Uh, That's tough for people to do. 
I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine. Think about this. Um, having to be in a spot where you're absolutely reliant on that. Okay. That's no joke. Now, I don't want to get into the uh, details as to why people are in this scenario. Okay. Um, that's not what this is about. This is about making for this period of time, Christmas, that meal is taken care of by you all to make these people happy who otherwise have some fucked up shit going on in their lives. Okay. And them just knowing that you all care is ridiculously important. Ridiculously important. Yesterday, three donations rolled in to help raise money for this food. Cost $3,300 roughly to pay for all this. Yesterday, we got a $250 donation from a family. I got a $40 donation from a family. I got a $50 donation from a family. Thank you all very much. You know who you are. That's it. That's what we got. If I miss somebody, it's because I haven't looked at it this morning. But So as of right now, we have raised $1,228.63. That is $2,071.37 short. We have 23 days to get that made up. And I know we're going to get it. Thank you, thank you, thank you in advance. Similar to when I talked about, hey, follow the Twitch. There's thousands of people that download the show. Okay, if you're listening to the audio podcast of this show, this is what you do. Hold on. Put it on pause right now. There's thousands. There's an army of audience. If you could, could you just, uh, I don't know, throw five bucks and we will have this knocked out in a day and a half. And then we don't have to talk about it anymore because we got it. Now, any other extra money, if you choose to give that, is going to be donated to Kids Food Basket after we pay for the great food giveaway. Uh, I have not yet donated. Um, I will, and I'll make that known. Um, I don't want you to think that I'm just soaking money out of you all. I, Diana and I will be making a donation, but I'm going to wait, okay? And it will be sizable um, because you've made it that we can do that. Because you've supported the show. And uh, so there you go. Um, so if you're listening to the audio podcast, Venmo me the cash at Eric dash Zytunian. Huh? Eric dash Z as in zebra. E-I-T-U-N-I-A-N. All right. That comes in. Then there's PayPal at Eric Zane show on PayPal. Send it either way, whatever you want. It's all good. Um, I take all that money. I go to the store. I pay for the food. There you go. I produce the receipt. I show you that I paid for it. Boom. Done. Anything left over, donated a kid's food basket. You might be like, Jesus, he's going to talk about this every podcast. You're fucking right, I am. Let's get this done, get it taken care of, and then we can just put it to bed. Thank you very much if you've uh, helped out in the past. And if you cannot, I totally understand. Don't even feel that pressure. If you're, if you're like, holy shit, five bucks is a deal breaker for me. Don't worry about it. 
Do not worry about it. If you can, uh, if you get a coupon and you save a few bucks at the store, well, maybe just send me the difference of what you saved on your grocery bill. That would be so awesome. That's a good way to do it. So if you go through the line, you put in your M perks and you save four bucks, ah, immediately Venmo me the four bucks. And then we can put that towards this. Uh, hold on a second. Ooh. So we're going to end up taking a break um, in a bit. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. I got I to gotta text this dude. John with North Country Installations is going to be in the house installing the microwave. Okay. He's going to be here in about a half an hour. You know, so that's weird because I'm here doing a show. I need to go break the news to the NFK that John is going to be here to install the freaking microwave. So I want you to sit there. I'm going to put an intermission thing up here. And before I do that, though, I see a couple of comments. Ty Big Red making his presence known. Says, put him on the show. Chris says, is he just plugging it in? No, it's one of those over the range deals. If you asked me to do that, to install that, we would have death in this household. Okay, that would not work. Ty Big Red, question for you, buddy or lady. I don't know if you're a male or a female. Um... What part of the world are you listening to this drivel in or watching this drivel? Please let me know. Funny comment. The NFK will hug the guy after he installs it. Oh, God forbid. And then he will drop the end bomb. <laughs> no, please, no. Okay, so I'm going to take a break in a second here. Um, Duchess of New Jersey, today is Giving Tuesday. Push this out on all your social people and ask people to donate. That's fantastic. You sound like a great program director in the radio world. I love that, and I will do that. Thank you for the suggestion. Um, all right. Ty Big Red. Washington State, sir, and I'm a guy. Nice. You see, this is how we build the show. People stumble upon this shit sometimes, and then off we go. So, Ty, just so you know, I developed this unbelievable easy uh, acumen for monologuing for hours at a time by doing a radio show for a billion years and then doing this for the last three years. Don't go back into time and search the old shows because it's some of the worst content that has ever been created. Some would argue this is total shit too, but there you go. You're going to slowly but surely have the uh, uh, blanks filled in for you as to what makes this show tick. All right. So I'm going to head downstairs and I'm going to, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to, I'm just going to leave you right here. 
and then uh, come back and uh, continue on. So just stand by. I'll be right back. Okay, enough of that. Uh, I got a great email yesterday about the great flooring giveaway. We have the great food giveaway. We also have the great flooring giveaway. Our great sponsor, Bennett uh, Flooring Installation, is putting in a, a new uh, flooring install for free on a uh, on a recipient. Um, this is going to be a bitch because people have been emailing me, and the heart one of the hardest things for these 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 sweet people to do is to swallow their pride and and send me an email saying, "Yeah, I can't afford to get this done." That's very difficult for a person to do. And I want you to know that every single person that has sent those, holy shit, you know, don't sweat that. I know you're feeling bad about that. Um, it is, uh, it, it's, it takes a lot for a person to have to admit, hey, man, I, I'm struggling here to, to make ends meet. I sure as shit can't get this flooring repaired. So um, that's turning out to be a story in itself, Okay. Uh, Jacob and Jason wish that he, they could install new flooring into all of your homes. Um, and, you know, the way it's working out is I have to take all of these emails that people opening their soul to me as to why they need this. And they're all fucking amazing. Um, and it's just the crazy thing is I have to discern. I have to actually say this is the person who needs this flooring. This is who the recipient needs to be. And that is, you know, that's, that's hard. Um, but I read two of them yesterday and I'm like, okay, uh, this is, I mean, how do I, mean, I could read both of those. I could read, okay, well, I'm going to, this, this needs to be, be the recipient. And then I'd read the other one and go, okay, now this needs to be the recipient. Uh, not an easy task. Uh, we're up to it. And I'm going to have help from, uh, uh, the queen of the forest. I'm going to narrow it down. I'm going to say, I want you to read these. Let me know what you think. And then I'm going to tap the uh, brain power of the NFK and say, hey, buddy, Kevin, tell me what's up with this. Tell me if you. So that's what we're going to do. The NFK's vote doesn't count as much as Diana and mine. All right. I'm just happy that the new microwave is going to be installed. Oh, my God. Um, You have until... Let's see. I am going to read the recipient's email on Monday, December 20. All right. Monday, December 20 is when I'm going to announce who the recipient is of the great flooring giveaway from that amazing sponsor of ours, Bennett Flooring Installation. I just realized something. Uh, My sign for my great sponsor, Irvine's Auto Repair, has seen better days. Uh, this thing is going to fall again, but I got to put it up. Hang on. Sorry, real lull in the content right now. What you do is you start rolling a timer as to when this is going to fall. And then take bets. It hangs up there with duct tape. And I need new duct tape. Okay. I heard a news story today that I got to have Christmas gifts ordered by a certain date. I think it's December 15. If they're not ordered by then, I'm not getting them in time for Christmas. So I got to focus and get this shit done 
because the queen of the forest needs some things that are, has a few things on her list. Um, so God, I gotta get this shit done. And I, she's got a list and, um, so, but some of this stuff, it's like, I need sizes. Oh my God. Shit. Size for like boots and shoes. And then, oh God, what I'm getting at is I may end up going to a store and I do not want to do that. Okay. I'm going to try to pull this off strictly from home. I don't like going to the mall. First of all, because it looks like the fucking walking dead in there. Nobody goes to the mall. Only an asshole now. Would dare go to a mall. Did you hear that on Black Friday? Like nobody bought anything. It was uh, like, oh, retailers are very disappointed because black. Yeah, you know why? Because nobody fucking leaves their house. There's a pandemic where everybody's dead, for God's sake. That's why no one's going. And it's shitty. We can do it all from home. And then they wait. And then yesterday, the news that news today is, ah, Cyber Monday was bigger than. Well, of course it was bigger than ever. That's what we do now. We buy shit from our homes. We always have for the past two decades. What asshole goes to the store? I don't want to be that asshole. Okay? Shit. All right. This show has a Patreon. So when this podcast ends in about an hour and seven minutes, uh, we're going to regroup and then, then do a second show the Patreon bonus podcast. I always have some ultra sensitive shit on there to talk about. Okay. Stuff that you wouldn't hear about here because I don't want to just blurt it out to the world that anybody could hear it. Today is no different. Yesterday, I told you about some very particular uh, things going on in this family that I don't dare discuss um, here, and I don't even want to hint around as to what they're about because sensitive, it's a very sensitive topic and certain people may hear it. And then my ass is fucking in a, in, I'm going to get my ass kicked. And so I'm asking you, if you are on Patreon, Dean, to not say anything about this. Just know I'm chronicling a certain thing that is happening in our lives on the Patreon. Okay? So just know that that's all I can say is there's some, a lot of shit happening around the household here. Another thing that's going on is, God, I didn't want to say shit about this. My youngest child, Madison, she's 19. She's in college. Okay? College is 30 miles to the west. Beautiful school called Hope. Uh, This is a uh, a religious college. It's a Christian college. She didn't go there because of that uh, part of the curriculum. But you're basically surrounded by a bunch of Dutch kids who are getting a pretty solid education at this school. It's a very expensive school. Not that I'm cut out to pay for it. Uh, But, you know, you do what you can for your kids. Somehow. Beg, borrow, steal. Some some way you figure it out. There is an issue 
in her living arrangement. That is resulting in some real eye-raising behavior that I cannot wait to tell you about on the Patreon. Um, okay, and I, I, I am pausing and thinking what I'm supposed to say here because if I say too much, it's going to be fucked. And somehow it's going to get back back to her, which means I'm screwed. But I'm going to talk about it on the Patreon today. Oh, boy. I have never heard of this behavior, ever. I've never heard of, um, well, I'll just say it. I've never heard of such an, a sexually aggressive young girl in my life. And I'm not talking about my daughter. <laughs> a young woman, I should say. Oh, boy. Wait till you hear this. This is juicy. All right. But what makes the meter move on this show is the, well, you, the audience, and the sponsors. And the open of this show today brought to you by TC Paintball. Terrific entertainment venue here in West Michigan. Uh, get a group together and go play. It's winter, pretty much. So now we're indoors. The in, indoor air ball field. Get a group together. All you need to do is put on some junky clothes and show up. They walk you through everything. You pay one fee, you get paint, you get balls. Wait a minute. You get you don't get balls. You get paint balls, you get gun, you get mask. If you want, you can buy some upgrades, like maybe some uh, armor. I recommend buy spending six, seven bucks and getting the gloves that are protective to keep your, because hand hits hurt, as it's told to me. You can also rent gear that, uh, if you want. And then, you know, um, you're, you're led through your party by the qualified staff there. That says, all right, here we go. Team A is playing team B team C and D. You guys sit back and watch this spectacle. Here we go. They go out onto the air ball field. There's refs there. You're out. You're out. And then you have a war. They keep standings. And then uh, whoever wins, you know, that's it. Bragging rights, maybe a T-shirt. It's all there. TCPaintballGR.com. If you're in Grand Rapids, Michigan, or West Michigan in general, consider taking a party over to TC Paintball. Wednesdays, ask about Little League. Worried about my sign. I don't want it to fall. I have a mortgage guy. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Doesn't matter where you are, West Michigan or Washington State. If you're in the market for a mortgage and you really want to help the show and you want to get great service, at least let Mario uh, have a run at getting your business. Okay? Uh, call him up, 231-332-6505. Say this. Hey, I listened to the uh, I listened to the Eric Zane Show podcast. That's how I heard from you. You're probably going to get a message, by the way. Please call me back. Eric Zane told me you would call you would call me right back. That puts you at the tip top of the line. I'll tell you that right now. Because if anybody doesn't get a call, they come to me, and then I say, "Dude, why am I telling people to call you and you're not calling them back? You got to call them right away." Eric Zane Show podcast listeners are at the tip top of the heap. I know you've got an army of people every day who want your business. But my show's number one, 231-332-6505. Okay, you can, get, you, can, uh, you can get a refi, you can get a first mortgage, you can get a 10th mortgage, whatever it may be. 
Anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of Washington. No, Washington is good. I don't know why I said that. South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska. I just got done saying you can get a mortgage in Washington. Okay, let's talk about Joe Biden. I heard uh, Anthony on the Anthony Cumia uh, talking about this yesterday. And I said, oh, God, I got to get this clip. Um, about as far as I'll go about Biden is saying that he's, uh, well, he, his brain's a little cooked, in my opinion. How hard is it to say Omicron? We pretty much got it down, right? Omicron. It's a new variant. Omicron. Nope. This is embarrassing. This is another example that makes me just go, oh, come on. How is this even possible? This is Joe Biden yesterday uh, talking about Omicron. I want to take a few moments to talk about the new COVID variant first identified last week in Southern Africa. That's South Africa, for starters, okay? It's called the Omicron. For God's sake, what the fuck? Um, Anthony said, how much do you think they tried to beat that over his head? That's a fucking great take. That they actually said, okay, say it with me now. Omicron. Omicron. Say it again. Omicron. Say it one more time. Omicron. No, sir, not Omicron. You got to get this one right. It's not the it's not the Omicron. A few moments to talk about the new COVID variant first identified last week in Southern Africa. It's called the Omicron. God. It is the uh, and to their credit, the scientific community in South Africa quickly notified the world. Of- South Africa did do that and then right away Biden said all right, nobody can fly in from these uh, nations in, uh, in, in South Africa, including South Africa, and there's all sorts of different ones in that region of the world. And, uh, and, and South Africa said, oh, wait a minute, hold on a second here. That's, that's huge for us. That, that is way overstating things. And here's the thing about, um, about this variant. Um, we don't know if this is any more or less contagious. We don't know if the, we don't know anything right now. Okay, uh, so I guess getting ahead of it, erring on the side of caution. Uh, I also heard the point made, uh, Trump, when he said, "Okay, you can't fly in from China," I'm putting a a travel ban on China. That was a very good thing that he did, by the way. At the time. Everybody said, oh, my God, this is the end of the world. Xenophobic. This is terrible. What a sick fuck you are. Oh, shit. Uh, Jen Psaki said, yeah, the difference was he tweeted about it. And he said China flu. I don't give a shit about that either. I, if I were her, she answered wrong. She should have said, yes, you're right. We did make a big deal about it then. Because now everybody is saying, well, how is this any different? This is bullshit. Nobody's talking about travel bans in South Africa. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, everything's changed, though. Back then, when Trump said, all right, 
travel ban on people from China, and everybody gave him shit about it. He stood his ground, and I, to his credit, I mean, Trump's a fucking asshole, to be sure, but that was a great move. He saved lives by that maneuver. Um, one of the, uh, uh, one of us, it was a strong play right there, and, and, and that's what the U.S. is doing now with uh, Southern Africa, all those Southern African nations. However, nobody is giving the Biden administration any shit. And, I, and, and what people are forgetting, though, is the, there's been 6 million people, nearly 6 million people that have died since Trump's travel ban to Biden's travel ban. So everything's changed now. Now no one is going to give you shit if you ban travel from a country where a new variant is emerging. So it's not really fair. Okay. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing because back then we had hopes that, uh, oh, we foresee maybe a hundred thousand dead in the United States after this is all said and done. And we've got millions dead for God's sake. The emergence of this new variant, this kind of transparency is to be encouraged and applauded because it increases our ability to respond quickly to any new threats. Vaccine makers said it takes them about 100 days to modify a vaccine to work against a new variant, if it's needed. Again, we don't know that. We have no idea if this uh, variant will be all those things I talked about earlier. It might just be like what we've already experienced. Don't know. Are you okay with us being cautious? What's wrong with that? In the meantime, they're saying, get your fucking booster. And you should. Some of you dummies. Hell, you haven't even put on a mask yet. And that's exactly what we did. The very day the World Health Organization identified the new variant, I took immediate steps to restrict travel from countries in Southern Africa. Can you imagine if he said, just like President Trump did? I would actually find that refreshing. If he said, as much as, Pres- as, much as President Trump is a fucking asshole... He got it right when, when he banned travel from China. But while we have that travel restrictions can slow the speed of Omicron. Ah, fuck! It's not Omicron! It cannot prevent it. But here's what it does. It gives us time. It gives us time to take more actions. To- he needs to start. He needs to, like, freak out like he does and lose his place and start talking about, you know... Kids rubbing his leg in the swimming pool to make the hair stand up. Move quicker to make sure people understand you have to get your vaccine. You have to get the shot. You have to get the, get the booster if you're the sooner or later. We're going to see cases. You know, if uh, I think he would be better served because if, if, if he says that, just saying what he just said, that is not going to make anybody get a vaccine. People who are now. I mean, the die is cast. Who, people who are going to get it are going to get it. That's not going to do it. He's got to up his game on the, uh, on the convincing them. You have to pound a fist. He needs to take those flags and flip them over and all those decorations. He needs to throw them, you know, and, and flip down that whole fucking set and just lose his mind and rip off his shirt and show his asshole or something to try to prove to these people that this is... Fucking important. I don't know what any, how the asshole works into it, but... Of this new variant here in the United States. We'll have to face this new threat just so we face those that come before it. All right. That's, you did a horrible job. 
Not uh, not even close. Psoriatic arthritis made my Jesus. What the hell just happened? All of a sudden, we're hearing about psoriatic arthritis. Enough, I say. I guess Fauci fucked it up, too, and referred to it as uh, Omicron. Come on, guys. Uh, the asshole's already staring at the camera, Eric. Are you suggesting that Joe Biden is an asshole? Is that what this is about? Jason says he always looks like he's outside on a hot, sunny day. Uh Kent says, what happened to the Ermagerd variant? Ah, that's a riot. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, good one. Uh, that's, that's Kent. Kent the Libertarian. Remember when uh, Kent, and I think it was uh, Chris K, tried to convince me to become a Libertarian? And I go, oh, okay, well, uh, let's see what you stand for. And then I take a look at their shitty platform. And they, uh, thank you, Ty. Ty says the president is always right, Eric. Well, I, perhaps you're a liberal. I am not. I don't think that that's true at all. Yeah, Ty, these fucking assholes, Chris and Ken, they're like, yeah, man, you're going to go libertarian. I'm like, oh, well, let's see what they're all about. And the first thing it says is, um, oh, he's joking. Ty is joking. I see. He's, yeah, I can't tell sarcasm on text. Uh, first thing it says is we we stand by uh, 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 what is it medical freedom and I'm like so what what is that yeah that means we don't want to wear a fucking mask or get a vaccine well fuck you each tons of shit no 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 go get your vaccine you dumb dick my god ah are we going to have a running count of all the uh, omicron mispronunciations well we got two in that one Corey says i don't like trump but that was the right thing to do i agree with you trump was uh, that was a great move i remember when it happened i was like, oh fuck if the that why was that a big deal back then it was you know, the only reason why it was a big deal was first of all it was trump okay and you know i mean uh, there's there tends to be a touch of racism and uh, xenophobic uh uh, things that flew out of his fucking face from time to time. So it just so happens that this deadly virus comes out of China and he doubles and triples down and calls it China virus and China flu or Wong flu or whatever the fuck. And then he blocks travel. So anybody who's anybody's like, ah, fuck, it's so terrible. I cannot believe he's blocking. No, that was the right thing to do. That was the right thing to do. Oh, here we go. Now he's... It's just about personal choices and freedoms. I did get my vaccine because it was my choice. And I choose to do what I felt was best. Thank you, sir. Yes. I'm freedom loving. Freedom loving. I choose to do what I please. And I'm my own man. Oh my God, shut up. <sighs> Pain in the ass. Anyway. Uh, where was I? Okay. Then there's this. This is also kind of a sensitive topic, but I'm right on it. I keep hearing rumblings that 
murderer Daryl Brooks, who smashed through all the people in the parade. Well, first of all, what's telling about uh, Daryl Brooks is how quiet it's been about this story. It's been about a week and a half since that happened, a little less, since he drove through the dancing grannies and children and there's kids still in the hospital. People are still dying from this mass murder that happened. Okay. And in my opinion, there is nothing different than this mass murderer than a gunman at, uh, in t- at the hotel at the country concert in uh oh, what the fuck was it i don't remember you, you know the one at in vegas or any mass killing the only difference is um the weapon used which in this case was an suv but why what about a week ago at the hockey game Somebody said, "Oh, yeah, they're not talking about it." One of the, uh, the it was the one of the scorekeepers says, "Yeah, they're they're not talking about that story." I go, what, what are you talking? And I go, "Well, yeah, you're right. You know, actually, I haven't heard that much about it." Well, and they go, "Well, the guy who did it is, and this is according to the guy. He goes, first of all, he's black. Second of all, he supports BLM and he hated white people, and he said it publicly." I go, "What? That really?" And I thought, well, maybe this guy's just getting some fucking sideways info or something like that. I don't know. I don't think so. I think that everything he just said that that guy said to me at the hockey game is true. And the bias in the media in this story is really telling. It's really fucked up. Okay. This is what I'm referring to here. Um... Daryl Brooks was kind of like a, uh, a wannabe rapper, all right? And he had a, uh, he was a career criminal. And I, I, I guess let's start with this, just from my own perspective, um, with whatever, uh, 68 people badly hurt, a number of them still in the hospital, ch- children and, and old ladies dead, laying in the street, bleeding out, horror scene like a war, and this guy just drives through. We haven't really gotten behind what happened because it just hasn't really been talked about. Had this been a mass murder with some white guy at a hotel shooting up a concert, um, you can be rest assured there would be talk of, well, this would be talked about every fucking day at the start of the news, and there'd be calls for um, uh, on, in, in Congress uh, to, about gun violence and all this shit, and they would be saying he was dead at the hands of a gun and blah, 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 and yeah, they would they would politicize us. I think that stands to re- we can all agree that that would be the case. We haven't heard shit about this guy. According to this article, the Washington Post, and I didn't even hear anything about this, and I'm hearing about it now, and so now I'm talking about it. I usually don't like to go down this road, but it's too loud to ignore. Washington Post drew some pretty heavy criticism for a now deleted tweet that said. Quote, the Waukesha tragedy caused by an SUV. (laughs) That is laughable. It, 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 
it's so bad. I don't want to laugh at how ridiculous that is, you know, considering that there's a pile of babies and old women in the streets of Wisconsin because this fucking asshole. The Waukesha tragedy caused by a SUV. Quote, oh, no. It said it made no mention of the suspect, Daryl Brooks Jr., who allegedly, well, he did it. He drove the truck that killed six and injured. I think it's up to like many. It might be more than that now. I think it is six. And injured many more at a Christmas parade last week. The article that, uh, that the tweet linked is still up, though. And then CNN also has jumped in with a similarly uh, awful uh, thing. The tweet says, and it was posted November 28th, Waukesha will hold a moment of silence today, marking one week since a car drove through a city Christmas parade, killing six people and injuring scores of others. I think of all the things I've seen recently, this type of bias is so disturbing to me. What is the problem with just saying what happened? What's wrong with saying Waukesha will hold a moment of silence today, marking a week since Daryl Brooks Jr. drove through a Christmas parade, killing six people and injuring scores of others? Why is that? I, I would think that if you went with the first one that I read, you'd be like, oh, fuck, we're going to catch hell for this. Yeah, I mean, my God. It links to an article by Keith Allen, which was updated Sunday night. The headline more aptly reading, Waukesha held a moment of silence Sunday one week after a man plowed a vehicle through a Christmas parade. Wow. Um, Allen devotes several paragraphs to a status update on the children who were tragically killed or injured. Quote, more than 60 people, 18 of whom were children, were injured last Sunday, November 21, when a driver plowed an SUV through the city's Christmas parade in downtown Waukesha. Uh, just as the tweet from the Washington Post was massively ratioed, so was the one from CNN. Uh, somebody wrote, yeah, a car driven by Daryl Brooks, a BLM supporter, and domestic terrorist. Hard to argue with that. Oh my God. Um, this one wrote, Hey, trash corporate media, let me help you out. Black supremacist BLM supporter Daryl Brooks intentionally plowed his SUV through a predominantly uh, uh, white, I just lost it. Fuck me. Uh, white Christmas parade in Waukesha, killing six, including an eight year old white child. I don't like to quote Tucker Carlson, but he went down the road of saying this is a direct response to the uh, written house verdict. New York Post, Daryl Brooks shared pro-Hitler memes called for violence against white people. Now, all they're doing is taking this dude's social media and, and showing it, Okay. They're just pointing out to you what, it, what this guy with his own words has said. Okay? The ex-con charged uh, over the deaths of six people uh, at a Wisconsin Christmas parade shared social media posts calling for violence against white people and suggesting Hitler was right for killing Jews. 
Daryl Brooks Jr. has a decades-long rap sheet, shared a series of disturbing memes and messages on social media, most of which have been deleted. Can you imagine if this was a white guy do after he had just killed a bunch of black people? Oh, my God. Come on now. And that's usually not my game. I, I, I very rarely dive into these things unless it's so unbelievably obvious. This is fucking gross, man. Uh, numerous posts attacking cops, comparing them to Klan members and calling them violent street gangs, as well as calling for violence toward white people. According to screenshots, um, this fucking idiot wrote, learn no, learn no taught behavior. He wrote on June 9th last year, amid the violent upheaval over George Floyd's murder by a Minnesota cop. We agree with that. So when uh, we start, he writes weird. When we start back knocking white people the fuck out, I and want to hear it. The old white people to knock them, knock them. This is what he wrote. Knock them the fuck out, period. He wrote under his rap name, Math Boy Fly, along with a middle finger emoji. Police have yet to announce a motive for Sunday's carnage. But all six who died, including an eight-year-old white boy, were white. Well, hell, everybody in Waukesha is white. In 2015, he also, uh, uh, but I do believe that this was a, a, a race, a racially motivated response to the Rittenhouse verdict. I do believe that. In 2015, this piece of shit also shared a disturbing anti-Semitic meme that appeared to align with the beliefs of the black Hebrew Israelites, according to another screenshot shared by the Daily Mail titled Hitler knew who the real Jews were. It shares the widely debunked claim that the Nazi maniac had warned that his genocide was partly driven because he knew, quote, the Negroes are the true Hebrews. It uh, suggests World War III would start when people, quote, learn Hitler was right and, quote, did the world a favor by killing Jews, according to Daryl Brooks Jr. There's no sourcing on the meme and a, a writer's investigation is made clear. There's no reason to suggest the warning was made by Hitler, who saw black people as a threat to the purity of the Germanic race. In his rap uh, songs, Brooke also bragged that he was, quote, a terrorist and a killer in the city. According to the sun. Now you might be like, Eric Zane, I can't believe you're going down this road. It's like, look, fucking fair game. I would do the same fucking thing. If some white motherfucker did this shit to a bunch of black people. And I have, but so let the record show that, but this is a big steaming pile of horse shit. Uh, the ignoring that is being done about this racist piece of shit. Daryl Brooks, Jr. Okay, and the underlying story of the quiet nature of how this is being approached. Think back to when any time there's been a violent mass murder done by a white guy on a group of people. And if you add the caveat of white guy who, let's say, he marched into a black church and tore the place up and killed everybody. Oh, my God. So this is fucked. And uh, normally, like I say, I, I, I try, I'm like, boy, is there something here? In this case, I do. I absolutely believe that there's something here. Huge bit of bias in the media in this story. It's, it's obvious. My God. All right. Hey, uh, I've got T-shirts for sale. I have for quite some time. You can find them at ericzaneshow.com. Uh, go to the website, 
And uh, check out uh, what I have to offer there. I've got a, a number of great styles for you to have a look at. And uh, just click on merch and off you go. Thank you if you've purchased one in the past. Makes a great Christmas gift. I'll just say that. Great Christmas gift for an Eric Zane Show podcast t-shirt. I've got one that features all the pets, even the including the late great buddy Bob Catface. Ty, who's I've gone to uh, for a good portion of the show. Uh, seven, seven pets in this house up until about a year and a half ago when we had to lay Buddy down. Uh, we have four dogs and now two cats. Um, all right. Wings guy 71 says, I'm just going to say it. If all the skin colors were reversed in this tragedy, cities would be burning. Oh, without a doubt. There is no doubt uh, in that statement. That is absolutely true. Uh, nobody else would talk about what I just talked about. Well, no, I take it back. A few people would, but I try to be, um, I, I try not to be biased. I try to just, okay, I'm going to process this and this is how I feel about it. That's how I roll. Uh, I've got an insurance guru on the show. The guru is Frank the Tank Fuss, who I have down on my list of things to do today. I think that I need to reach out to him. No, I don't. Call Frank. Okay, here's what's up. Um, he has big, gigantic arms. He works out way too much. He's one of those guys who's like 50, but he's just jacked. He looks like a former WWE wrestler who became a ref, you know? I think he used to coach football too, all right? Uh, and he is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. He can help you no matter where you are in the audience, no matter what your goals are, no matter what you need him for, if it has the word insurance attached to it, he can help you. And the best part, it's free. 616-914-4070. Call or text. 616-914-4070. Or just go to... Um, what the hell is it? the website again? Buyinsurancehere.com. I can't believe I lost that in my brain. Buyinsurancehere.com. For Frank the Tank Fuss, it can help you for uh, with Obamacare, Medicare, uh, workplace insurance, life insurance, dental insurance, eye insurance, car insurance, homeowners, anything. Okay, call him; he's the best. Comedy at FullHouseComedy.com. Uh, go see Carl Mencia. Carlo, Carl, what's his name? Carlos. Carl, it's not Carl. Fucking Jesus, what the fuck is my problem? Go see Carlos Mencia. He's coming to town. Fullhousecomedy.com. Make sure you uh, heckle him about Joe Rogan. JM Synthetics, give the gift of Amsoil lubrication products this Christmas. Um, if you have someone in your house who has like dirt under their fingernails and they're always working on their car or whatever, um, that would make a great gift. Amsoil products. JMSynthetics.com. Listener Jason is an Amsoil distributor. 
No matter where you are in the U.S., this is what you do. You find out what you want to buy by going to jmsynthetics.com, shop by either, um, you know, what piece of equipment you're shopping for or product, and then shop online. Okay, I could use that. And normally, you would just buy it online. However, however, the caveat here is just text Jason Mays. Hey, I'm Floyd in Kansas. I need this, this, and this. Okay, that's all you do. He takes care of the rest. He's going to get some information from you. You're going to Venmo him the cash. It's going to show up at your door. That's how it works. That helps him the most. I'm very specific there on how it how we're dealing with JM Synthetics. Most of my clients you just call or text or go to their website. JM is different. Shop what you want to shop for online at jmsynthetics.com. Call or text Jason and then order it. Okay. Brian Kelly's leaving the Irish. Brian Kelly's leaving the Irish. Fucking you in the ass. Hey, hey, hey. Rudy is pissed off. Brian is leaving. Rudy is pissed off. Brian is leaving. Fuck you, Irish. I've been here for 12 years. I'm going down south. I'm gonna be the richest coach. Probably 12 million a year. Gonna make more than uh, the fucker from Alabama. I am Brian Kelly. Hey, hey, hey. Notre Dame fans. Oh my God. What the fuck happened? Who saw that one coming? Oh my God. This guy is the first semblance to anything good you've had since Lou Holtz. All of that Catholic armament behind you and you couldn't keep them. If I'm uh, Notre Dame, okay, you finally have a coach who for the past 12 years has put you on the map. You've only lost one game this year. You're, You're respected again. You're making tons of money. Oh my God. The priests are wearing gold rings on campus. They've got a fucking Mr. T starter kit because of this guy. Everybody's filthy fucking rich. And you let him walk? How? Unless Brian Kelly went in there and said, uh, there's no money in the world you can give me. I'm leaving. Then, holy shit. Maybe he hated it there. I don't know. Um, maybe he didn't like the, uh, uh, the the cold. I don't know. I mean, surely he doesn't live in South Bend, Indiana. This guy, by the way, this Brian Kelly, who's now going to be coaching LSU after Orgeron left, which I still can't believe that that fucking imploded. Holy shit. When I moved here to West Michigan, okay, we got a uh, a college that no one's heard of. Like five miles away. It's called Grand Valley State University. Uh, my daughter went there. They were uh, like, it's not a division one school. It's like fucking high school with cigarettes. They play football on a field where it's like, you know, 300 fans just sit there. Nobody, even, I mean, it's fucking small time. No one, 
the only reason why people go is because they just go get shit faced. They they and then they're ah whatever. But Brian Kelly, they hadn't lost in like five years when this guy was a coach. So, you know, he kicks all manner of ass at Grand Valley State University. Then my alma mater, Central Michigan University, says, hey, motherfucker, come up to our school, you know, 100 miles north and make us winners there. So he goes, all right, yeah. So this guy, he, you know, he's pretty young at the time, goes up to Central Michigan University and kicks ass there. And all of a sudden, Central's kicking the shit out of everybody. And uh, then, I mean, this is a classic climbing the ladder story. And I think it was uh, Cincinnati. The Bearcats come calling. They go, hey, what are you doing at Central Michigan University? Get out of that shithole. Come here and turn us around. So all the way, all the while, this guy's like naming his price. He's got the fucking name your price tool. He's getting like huge pay raises all the time. So he kicks all manner of ass in Cincinnati. What the fuck? You see, this is this. I'm really impressed with this guy, you know? When you perform at a high level, you can get, you got the juice. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Gets the job at Notre Dame 12 years ago, makes them winners. You know, Notre Dame uh, battling for national titles in the, uh, in the discussion pretty much for most of every football season. Everybody's happy. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs this year. They might they might need some help because of all things Cincinnati beat them. But out of the blue, LSU marches in and says, "Hey, uh, how about we give you make you a super rich guy?" He's already super rich, so he's leaving Notre Dame. Oh my god, I cannot believe that. That eclipses the Lincoln Riley story. That dude turns Oklahoma around in 4 or 5 years. 38-year-old coach, Lincoln Riley. Okay, so Lincoln Riley, I swear to God this happened. He finishes the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game. Oklahoma loses. They've had a great year, but this was their second loss. They're not going to make the playoffs. They will go to a bowl game, a great bowl game. The game finishes... He walks up to his players and says, and I'm not kidding you. The story is he took about two to three minutes. Some of these people he's known since they were freshmen. And he says, hey, um, big news. I'm going to USC, which is like one of the most coveted jobs in college football. <laughs> they, they have a vacancy. The day before, he said, I'm not going to USC. What are you fucking crazy? No, I'm an Oklahoma man. Oh, shit. How do those rumors even start? Because I didn't hear anything about a rumor from Brian Kelly. It just kind of was like, bam, right there. That's the way you do it. But there was rumors about this dude, Lincoln Riley. I'm not going to USC. I hate California, man. 12 hours later, the game ends. He walked in, approached his players and said, "Uh, guys, I'm leaving. And uh, it's been good, good knowing you. And then quite literally walked out, grabbed his shit. The next day, he lands in Los Angeles. He's done. Take, brings his family just up. Roof. Somebody sell the house for me. He doesn't need to do anything. He's got a ton of money, even more than he had at Oklahoma. Oh, my God. 
So, um, yeah, when you're when you're suddenly that super rich, now you're just like, ah, fucking, don't even burn the house down. I don't give a shit what you do. Fucking, who cares? That's it. He it was that quick. That's how he left. He just went in like a a puff of smoke. The guy was gone, and now that I I feel a little bad for the players. But uh, oh my god. Um, Dennis writes, LSU is accustomed to national championships. Kelly choked away three opportunities at Notre Dame. PJ Fleck leaving Western to go to Minnesota. Western's AD is like his mom. Yeah, smell you later. Stevie says, Brian Kelly, asshole of the day. Chris K says 300 people. Grand Valley has a huge stadium and it's packed all the time. A huge stadium, you say? Well, hold on. Let's find out. I'm going to guess 21,000. Lubber Stadium capacity. A huge stadium, you say? Ooh, I was a little off. Ha <laughs> ha. Stupid me. 10,444 fans. Oh, yeah. It's massive. Let's take a look. In fact, hey, ladies and gentlemen, Chris K uh, wants to show off how big Lubbers Stadium is. Look at this place. Wow. It's like, it's like where the Dallas Cowboys play or a mid sized high school. You fuck. All I see is trees. Look at how tiny this place is. This is like Jenison. Over there is where the boosters sell Tootsie Rolls. Over here, you can buy a pom-pom. You know, I mean, come on. Give me a break. It's a huge stadium. You dumb dick. That's not a huge, I said 300 because, you know, I'm doing a podcast and everything is exaggerated and fucking hyperbole, you dumb dick. Oh, I'm very offended by you pointing out that there's it's a small stadium. It's, a, it's huge. It's like the fucking New Orleans Superdome. 10,000. <laughs> You asshole. My God. That was great. It's huge, man. (laughs) 10,000. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. That's the first time I've actually laughed out loud on this show today. (laughs) I, 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 I tend not to laugh that much at anything, but that's funny. Lubbers Field or whatever the fuck it's called is a huge stadium. It's a tiny fucking uh, plex. Look at this. All you see is trees, you asshole. Oh, my God. Uh, Ty, Big Red, my new favorite audience member. You know, everything that's new is new. Lumen Field. I don't know what the fuck that is, but it holds 72,000. Probably some college in his backyard. 
Hey, did you guys know Lover's Field is huge? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Stevie says, of course, a man, referring to you, Chris, thinks something is bigger than it really is. Uh-oh. That sounds to me like Stevie's husband has a small pecker. Is that what you're suggesting? All right. Anyway, so that's this is it was a massive last couple of days. This Brian Kelly leaving for LSU. I wonder where that Orgeron guy is going to wind up. That guy, I love that guy. He needs to be coaching somewhere. I don't even know how the fuck it happened that he fell out of favor at LSU. He was a god. You know, because not only, I mean, he's uh being that uh, you know, the uh, Creole or Cajun influence on uh, people in Louisiana. I mean, he sounds like a character on the film The Waterboy. I love that guy, that Ed, uh, Ed Orgeron. I wonder where the, where the hell he's going to show up. So Lincoln Riley, and that that's and he's only 38 years old. Oh, my God. Don't fuck it up, man. You know, you knowing at 38 years old, he's probably going to wind up with his, his dick in some Southern California whore in about a year and a half. He's gonna, it's going to go up in a fucking... Uh, off, it's going to go up in flames. The college football rankings come out today. I suspect it'll be Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, and Alabama. Maybe not in that order. It might be um, Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Cincinnati. Doesn't matter. But those four need that. They need to keep it that way. Cincinnati plays a strong Houston school. Who's not as strong of an opponent, though, as who Oklahoma State, who will probably be fifth, maybe. I guess they could be in the top four, Oklahoma State, after beating Oklahoma. I don't know. Perhaps Oklahoma. If Oklahoma State makes the top four today and then they beat Baylor, they're going to stay in the top four, even if Cincinnati beats Houston. And if Michigan beats Iowa, which is not a gimme, and um, if Alabama loses to Georgia, they may get squeezed out. You can't have a two-loss team in the top four, right? If Alabama and Michigan lose, that would make way for Cincinnati, for sure, Oklahoma State, and I think Notre Dame? What's the AP top five look like? Brian Kelly. Yeah, it wouldn't. If Alabama loses, out to Georgia. If Michigan loses, out. That would make way for Oklahoma State, Notre Dame, Georgia, Cincinnati. Ohio State. What about a fuck you? You lost two games, you fucks. Okay. So then if you're Notre Dame, you're like, ah, hey, Brian Kelly, playoffs. Ha ha, fuck off. No. All right. This is a great story here. Um, take a look at what Jim Harbaugh did. Wait a minute. I might have lost the story. I got to get it. Hang on. Uh, Ty Big Red followed on Twitch. I've gotten one 
since this show started. That big sell, and I got one of you to do it, to follow. Holy shit. Thank you, Ty. Jim Harbaugh. Say what you want about Harbaugh. Stand by. And I've been critical of this jackass because he's such a fucking flake. All right? And he is. It, it's hard to argue with that. Jim Harbaugh, he's a California boy. He's kind of a weirdo. This is cool. Story says Harbaugh could be in line for a serious pay bump next year if his Michigan football team continues to climb up the college football mantle. The Wolverines head coach is in line for more than $3 million in bonus money as part of his new restructured five-year contract agreed to back in January. See, he's been shitty up till this year. Last year in the COVID year, I think he won two games. And so I think he said, yeah, hey, uh, I'm going to have to take a pay cut or we're going to have to do something. So that's smart, smart on his part. He's, He's no dummy. However, he restructured it, and it's an incentive-laden contract. However, that bonus money, he's not going to pocket it. Harbaugh announced Monday night on the Inside Michigan Football Radio Show that he's taking any bonus money he earns and paying back uh, athletic department employees who, you know, they make a normal wage. They don't make money like him. To all the athletic department employees who took a massive pay cut during the uh, all this crazy shit with COVID. So, you know, you get uh, Joe Schmoe's making $40,000 a year and said, ah, they said, guess what? You're making 31000 now. I mean, that's, that's a huge deal. Harbaugh is reimbursing them so how about that uh he says uh sarah i guess that's mrs harbaugh and i were talking about it last night we decided that any bonus money i am to receive through this season will be directed to reimburse u of m athletic department employees who have stayed while taking a voluntary or mandatory pay reduction during the last 18 months during the pandemic you don't see radio bigwigs doing that do you do you think that uh town square media is uh is walking up to free beer and hot wings and saying look we know that the new deal you just signed gives you half as much money in grand rapids we're gonna reimburse you uh for all the money we've made from digital no that's not gonna happen to those poor guys i feel so bad for them holy shit it seems like everybody's taking money out of their pockets now turn around town square brass digging deep ex-wives saying i believe i'll take half of that thank you oh and by the way keep paying me each month do you think do you think they're getting any of that back this is all a fucking cheap shot that i am shooting uh shots fired it happens under terms of his new deal which is set to pay him a guaranteed four million dollar and four million dollars in base salary wow that's the that's the restructured deal and additional compensation, Harbaugh can earn $500,000 for Michigan winning the Big Ten's East Division outright. I think that's already been done. How'd you like, to, how'd you like that to happen? You're a college coach, and you went, no wonder why he was so happy they beat Ohio State. Holy shit. 
You just won $500,000. I'd be on the field too. Shit. Another $1 million if he wins this weekend. Um, and another $500,000 if he wins a playoff game. And another $1 million if he wins the college football playoffs. So he's already got 500000 So that means he could make another $2.5 million that would set him in the course of one month getting $3 million in bonuses. Harbaugh can also earn $50,000 if he's named Big Ten Coach of the Year. Another $75,000 for being named National Coach of the Year. And $150,000 if Michigan clears the NCAA APR threshold. I don't know what that means. So, you know, here we here you are in your job. And when the boss says, hey, I got a turkey for you. You're like, fuck yes. Yes. Here, $10 Meyer gift card. Oh, my God. Well, fuck yes, you should give that money away to them. Is it a little wonky, though, that he announced it? I don't think so. I think it's okay. That's a feel-good thing, you know? I mean, I'd be a hypocrite. I mean, I announced that I gave away a kidney and got so much fucking mileage out of that story. I mean, so no, I don't think that that's... I think that that's actually very important to announce that so that others will do the same. I don't have a problem with any of that, but that's a lot of fucking money. So, holy shit. If we're looking at 3 million, wait, yeah, 3 million plus 125,000 plus 150,000. Oh my God, we're talking so much money to be given away. I mean, how many people work in that office? Whew. Um, Coach says, whether it's folks who work here in football or at the ticket department or baseball coaches, men's swimming and diving coach, um, there's so there's many people that my wife has gotten very close to the kids have Harbaugh said, this is really just our family contribution to those who have had some financial strain through the last 18 months. Uh, Michigan athletic director, uh, Ward Manuel reported having to lay off 21 employees and freezing 15 unfilled positions with the department last year due to budget constraints brought on by revenue loss during the pandemic. God, don't you have a slush fund there? The amount of money you guys make. I I find it hard to believe that of all the money that athletics makes, you can't, you don't, you don't have, you know that scene uh, in that uh, uh, Hobbit movie, The Desolation of Smaug, when uh, fucking Bilbo is walking in to see the dragon and he's walking up mountains of gold. He's like, what the fuck? And he's got to find that. One shiny-ass rock or whatever the fuck it is and give it back to the elves. There's a lot of inside football here on this stupid movie that I love. I mean, that's what, I, that's what that athletic department should be. I cannot believe you had to take a, you had to lay all those people off. Employees making under $50,000 a year did not lose any money, though. All right. In March... Manuel said the athletic department faced an $80 million deficit for the 2021 fiscal year. Oh, God. Shit. Note to self. Uh, build a slush fund. 
My God, what's that guy's name? Who's the guy that um, he's a hillbilly? And if you work for him, you can't like uh, get pregnant out of wedlock. And he tells you all to save your fucking money. What's his name? He says, hey, welcome to financial peace. I know everything but his name. And then you you show up and you say, hey, Dave, I was 90,000. It's Dave. Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. <laughs> I got it. I was 90,000 in debt, and in one month, I, I, I saved it. I, I'm debt free. Don't you have us to fucking emergency fund? Jesus. All right, good job on Jim Harbaugh. You're making me a fan. You're still a flake, though. You remember that time when he was coaching the San Francisco 49ers? And, uh... His team was playing the Lions. Um, what was the name of that coach for the Lions who got the shit smacked out of him by Jim Harbaugh? Um, he was a dick, too. Uh, Jim Fouts. Uh, what the fuck was his name? Jim Schwartz. That's Jim Fouts. What an asshole. Smacks Jim Schwartz. Okay, let me see if I can get this. After that happened, I think um, Schwartz went after him to kick his ass. And I, I firmly believe that. Yeah, because in the clip, I'll share it with you here. Harbaugh goes running on the field after another Lions stupid loss. Schwartz is the head coach. This is years ago. Game is over. Schwartz goes to shake his hand. And then Harbaugh does and then hits him in the back. Okay. And then uh, Schwartz looks at him like, what the fuck are you doing? And goes chasing after him. It was awesome. Check this out. Since 19. I don't have anything. Game two, America's game of the week. Coming up right there. after these messages. Why did it, in my mind, didn't that seem worse in my mind? I don't think it was that bad. America's Game of the Week coming up after these messages. Okay, now you see Schwartz there looked at him kind of funny. In my mind, I thought he really smacked him. It didn't look that bad there. Hold on. You saw the exuberance as Jim Harbaugh and the Niners were running off the field. Watch what happens next. There's a quick handshake between Harbaugh and Jim Schwartz. In my mind, that was worse. Schwartz says something to him briefly, and then this ensues. <laughs> Jim Schwartz, you can see in the white top and the gray pants there, yelling and screaming back at Harbaugh's direction. Harbaugh's in the middle of that somewhere. The Lions and Niners then go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. You're going to see some people putting their helmets There you go, putting their helmets on on their heads as if a fight is going to break out. Some people trying to get in there and break it up. Both teams are going into the tunnel where the Lions' home locker room is there. So, uh, you know, Jim Harbaugh, Pete Carroll, they had that issue when they were head coaches in the Pac-10. Uh, I don't know why, man, but I swear to God, the first time I saw that, I remember when I watched that actually happen live. And I, and I went, oh, he, boy, he hit him a little hard. But then as my brain has operated over the years, uh, he, he smacked the shit out of him. But it wasn't that bad. 
now that I see it, I was like, well, what the fuck was Schwartz all pissed off about? So now I kind of wish that Harbaugh would have kicked the shit out of him. Fuck Jim Schwartz. He's another shitty Lions coach. All right. See Rick from TC Paintball is here. How you doing, buddy? I, uh, um, Rick, I heard from the Mexicans. Actually, the Mexicans reached out to the Honduran. And they want back in on another paintball war. The Honduran reached out to me uh, last night. Hey, buddy, any idea when the next paintball of, uh, event, event will be? The Mexicans I brought are already asking. I said, all right, that's good. I'll get with Rick soon. We'll figure that out. So we got to do this, man. Um, I'm told that when your mind changes what happened, it's called uh, the Mandela effect. I've heard that before. I've heard people describe that. All right. We have the asshole of the day coming up. That's how we finish the show every day. The asshole of the day. If, if you're like, boy, it sounds like he's almost like spelling it out to people for the first time. It's because we have a new guest in here. The show is, is now Ty Big Red is a new Zaniac. Okay. Ty Big Red. This is, you, you already followed me on, uh, on Twitch. Uh, subscribe to the audio podcast. On any platform, could be uh, uh, what do you call it? Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, you name it. I'm on all of them. Do he left? Ah, oh, fuck! All right, maybe he'll come back. There you go. Well, you guys know what to do. Of course, he just left. He probably said, "You know what? I've decided this sucks, dick. Fuck this shit." No, actually, he wrote, "Okay, bye, guys." Are you on tomorrow too? I'm going to try to watch it again if you are. Nice guy. Nice guy. That's good. I'm really stoked about that. Okay. Asshole of the day. Brought to you by JM Synthetics and TC Paintball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, unless you want to die and you're in West Michigan, um, get your furnace checked. You should call... Uh, Joe Martinez, because if you don't, you're going to kill your family with a carbon monoxide poisoning. You think I'm lying? I'm not. Um, when those things start to go, you can tell. Okay. Uh, this, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of things that can go wrong with something that burns inside of your household. Powered by, uh, you know, uh, natural gas. There's a lot that can go wrong. This is something we all take for granted. First of all, if you're like a lot of people, you haven't had it serviced in years. Good news is you can get it up to speed just like that. And it's only going to cost you $79. Otherwise, you're going to go into this heating season. You're in this heating season with a uh, piece of equipment that's going to run at, oh, I don't know, 44% efficiency. You know, shit, absolute shit. Fuel costs are uh, costs are going to be twice as high this year. You're going to pay up the ass to begin with. If that thing is running at its uh, peak efficiency, it won't be as bad, dick. Okay, seventy nine dollars is what you need to pay to get this shit running. And they're going to check. Oh my god. Okay, it's looking good, man. Or like, wait a minute. 
I think you have limited time on this. this. You need to replace this. Okay? Twice a year, these people should be at your house from A&E heating and cooling. Once for the furnace, once for the AC. 616-516-8579. Don't screw this up. 616-516-8579. While I'm at it, Blue Frost IT. You have all my sponsors. This is one service uh, service sponsor, similar to uh, um, A&E Heating and Cooling. But what you have here is something that is so essential. It's just as important for the business as the furnace is for your home. The furnace guy is for your home. What I mean by that is it's really important um, if you have a small or medium-sized business to have someone at your beck and call if things go south. Last week, I needed them. I go, hey, I just got a weird message, and I don't know what the fuck is going on. And I called Alan. He goes, yeah, you're going to need to contact uh, GoDaddy. That is a GoDaddy certification issue for your website. That has nothing to do with your tech. But I didn't know that. But he called. I called him first. He goes, yes, this is chain of command here. I can't help you with that. GoDaddy. So I did, and they fixed it. It was a problem with my website. Point is, I'd have been over here holding my dick in my hand if I didn't have somebody in my, in my corner, okay? If something more severe happens, I don't know, a, a monitor blows up, a hard drive fries, you know. Oh, my God, all my data, I got to save it. This is who you call. For my small business, for your small business, this is the managed IT service provider um, what that uh, services that they can offer you. 616-200-8550. Call or text 616-200-8550 or online at bluefrostit.com. You can also send them an email, info at bluefrostit.com. Last but not least, all right, we have a new class just announced in West Michigan for concealed pistol license um, acquisition. You have to take the class. You don't even need a gun to take the class. You need $125. That's how much it's going to cost you. Holland, Michigan is where it's going to be. If you're anywhere close and you've always wanted to get your pistol license, you have to take this class. doesn't matter uh, where you're taking it. This class still needs to be um, taken. I suggest doing it through Prince arming you're gonna love this you're gonna make new friends you're gonna learn so much you're gonna be able to try out pistols because there's range time because if you're a newbie you're like i don't even know what the hell i should buy well you're with an expert who can help you well let's see how 38 fits in your hand let's see how this uh nine millimeter uh fits in your hand let's see how this 40 cal fits in your hand you know um, different size hand, different size gun. Well, it depends on what you're ca- comfortable with. You're going to be carrying it concealed. Lady might have it in her purse. Dude might have it on his hip. And one of those sweet holsters that you just pull a fucking thing and the gun comes flying out of nowhere. Those are awesome, by the way. Go to ericsaintshow.com. Click the Prince Arming logo. It'll take you to his Facebook page. Click events under the more tab. January 15th. That's a Saturday. Eight hours and you're done. It's going to give you a certification. You're going to take it to your county. Pay them 110 bucks. Get your pistol license. 
Then you carry that thing fucking hidden. And then when some kook uh, tries to drive through the parade, you empty a magazine full of hot lead into his fucking head. Call or text also, Steve Prince, 616-204-1705. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. In 26 minutes, Jason Schaefer is taking on Throat Stab Dale. Throat Slash Dale. Um, I've been posting on Patreon, who wants to play next? Um, That's kind of the way I'm doing it these days. So you're playing for money. You realize that. And you're immortalized on this great show forever. Uh, When I put that on there, you should volunteer. It seems like people are like, eh, we don't care anymore. Oh, my God. You're going to take on Throat Slash Dale and Trivia. $25 on the line, okay? If Dale wins, it rolls over to next week. So when I post stuff on Patreon to say, hey, who wants to play next? I usually see people say, ah, no. Like, what the fuck? I thought this was special. All right, fine. Anyway, asshole of the day. Yesterday, it was me for acting like an asshole around this household. I still feel bad about that. Who's your asshole of the day? Could it be the NFK for losing his patience with a sweet hospital staffer? Hmm. Joe Biden says Omicron. Come on. The biased media in the Daryl Brooks saga. Daryl Brooks could be an asshole of the day. Brian Kelly is leaving Notre Dame. Lincoln Riley is leaving Oklahoma. College football rankings come out today. Coach Harbaugh is doing something nice. And he apparently did not smack the shit out of Jim Schwartz. Corey still going back to the hospital worker and implying that she had large breasts. What the fuck is wrong with you? Kate says Harbaugh for bragging about helping people. Really? You think he was bragging? How is that different than me talking about I gave away a kidney? Is that different? I don't know about that. Chris says, shit, I'll play again. Tell you what, Chris, if nobody uh, says, hey, I want to play, you can. Somebody's got to play this fucking game. All right. Um. I hope you've enjoyed the show. As always, I put my heart and soul into it each and every day of the week. The Duchess says it's 1,000 times different. Kidney announcement over Harbaugh. It is? Really? God, I don't know. I'm going to go with the biased media on this. Um, I, 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 I do see that in this story. If a white guy shot up a black church, this would be talked about every single day. There, I said it. 
We all know Brooks is an asshole. This show is done. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to end. Uh, I sent you off to an ESPN. Um, I rated an ESPN Twitch stream yesterday. So I'll do the same thing. I'll end with the theme. I'll drop a commercial in. And then um, we'll rate a show. I don't know which one yet. As always, thanks for being part of this one. You know the drill. Follow on Twitch. Tell your friends. Subscribe to the audio podcast. Buy bits, I guess. Throw them my way if you like something. Subscribe to the Twitch channel. That helps, too, if you don't want to see commercials. Thank you to those who have uh, gifted subscriptions. You know who you are. Patriot Nick leads that. You guys are awesome. Until next time, this is the Eric St. Joe Podcast. Signing off. Hey, did you guys know that Kenny's daughter's getting married? Kenny wanted me to tell you that. Kenny's daughter was proposed to. So now Kenny is doing wedding planning. Kenny is a nervous wreck. He hasn't yet met this young man. I think Kenny's going to kick some ass. You know that when Kenny meets that guy, he's going to look at him with a wayward eye. And God help that dude if he is in any way rude. Can you imagine if he meets Kenny and Kenny's like, Hey, mate. (laughs) Hey, mate. Welcome, son. Hey. Let me introduce you to my Miss Pac-Man machine. Oh, oh, oh my God. Yeah, I was. You what? You want me to pay for this wedding? Well, shit, I gotta, I gotta sell Galaga. Galaga. I gotta, oh my God. You, you expect me to sell my Rampage game? Oh my God.